Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Internet Marketing. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 154 of Internet Marketing, brought to you by Site Visibility at SiteVisibility.com. I have with me as always, Mr. Kelvin Thomas Newman. I didn't know your middle name. No, I did know your middle name. Uh, we have, I'm You've sure had this I've done that before. Yeah. before. Yes, it's a good I don't name. use it that frequently. No, it's just Kelvin Newman. And I'm Andrew Thomas White. Would you believe it? Oh yes, we have. I forget yes. this every time, don't we? Yes, we do. But anyway, anyway. what we're talking about today is uh, is Facebook. Yes. Um, Facebook uh, tips and techniques, uh, strategies, or thigh book, as I like to call it. <laughs> I don't, just I, I don't different. Know, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. If yeah, if that's what you like to um, think about, I don't Particularly know. Particularly interested in the use of, of and it's a thigh book, of Facebook <laughs> in business, actually. Yes, yeah. So yeah, as, as part of our ongoing um, series to kind of kick off 2012 here, we're kind of going through the three main um, social networking sites that are highest on most businesses' um, kind of agenda. So in our previous episode, we talked about Twitter. I'm going to be talking today about Facebook. And in our next episode, we're going to be talking about LinkedIn. In. Now, these are kind of beginner sessions where I'm going to be talking about um, some of the most common issues I've found businesses asking about Facebook. Um, so if you're a seasoned Facebook pro, hopefully there'll be a couple of um, key takeaways and bits you didn't know. But this show is mainly intended for people who either have just started on the journey of setting up um, a business presence on Facebook or are contemplating it and perhaps a little bit unsure about whether they should be doing it and investing their time in Facebook. So... The question I get asked most frequently about Facebook is the distinction between pages versus groups. And I think we've had this as a Q&A question before. Mm. And this hasn't really been helped by initially, Facebook haven't really got a clear plan of how businesses should be using um, using their service. They kind of never really thought about that. Although, like a couple of years ago, they started to make it a little bit clearer how businesses should be using the service. Well, I always thought that businesses should be using pages. Well, that's, yeah, pretty much in most cases the decision that they should be using although you will have found in some cases they will have set up groups previously Mm. Um, so some of the things that are worth considering about what makes pages better than groups is first of all Facebook want you to be using pages. That's the kind of preferred option. So that's worth considering because in the past, Google have... I'm sorry, Google. The Freudian Let's slip get, there. Get it right. Um, Facebook have preferred... Uh, you know, they've kind of made... 
if you've made a decision that's kind of ended up against what they wanted you to do, they can kind of turned off accounts of people and that type of thing. So you should always tend to kind of go with what, what they suggest as well. But a very practical um, reasons why pages kind of beat groups is there's a limit to 5,000 members. So that's you can only have 5,000 members. Yeah, 5,000 you know, members of a group. So that's kind of quite limiting if you're, you know, okay, maybe not all of the, the people listening to the podcast are in a situation where they're going to have 5,000 people interested in their business, but you could get to that point. And if you go down the group point of view, you're then stuck at that point. You can't get any bigger than that. Um, it's also worth bearing in mind that groups tend to reflect on you as an individual personally. So you're listed as an admin mm. of that group. And it's kind of, you know, it's, it's, difficult if not impossible to to kind of break that connection which isn't a problem in many cases but say you are a uh, marketing agency and you're setting one up on behalf of a company um, you know a client of yours it's kind of connected to you there as well and there's a lot of functionality you can't have as well by being a group rather than um, a page you can't get some of the facebook apps Um, but you can send messages rather than updates um, which is kind of potentially quite useful as well. So you can send messages to your group users as well. So that's another reason for groups. It's a bit like an email list in yeah. that respect. Then. Yeah, um, but you can't do that if you're kind of just a you know, a, a page. Now, it's worth also making the distinction as well that groups aren't always a bad idea. So potentially groups, I think, can work quite well as kind of something that's not branded as your company, but perhaps is promoting a cause that your company would like to be associated with. So perhaps, for example, you know, um, site visibility could set up an internet marketing podcast group maybe rather than a page because that's kind of more like a forum so we might want to do it in that way which can be helpful and then connect there but I think in pretty much every case you're probably better off with a page rather than a group um, so okay if I've convinced you that a page is the way to go rather mm-hmm. than a group I'm convinced um, well, I've done my job well there um, what do you need to know about Facebook pages well first of all um, you need to have an account on Facebook in order to create a page um, so you need a personal account there as well um, your Facebook page will be tied to your personal profile as the admin of the Facebook page um, however only you and Facebook know that connection exists so that's not a public one um, you can have an unlimited number of Facebook pages. So, Andy, you could have 150 Facebook pages if you if you so wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can also have an unlimited number of fans. So that's people who have liked your page. Um, and Facebook pages are public. Anyone um, can find and view your page, um, whether they're logged into Facebook or not. Okay, so let me get this right. Mm-hmm. On a Facebook page, mm-hmm. it doesn't really have the concept of a member no, more it just has a concept of who has f- liked this page and is therefore now deemed a fan. Yeah, and that's okay. more like a friendship as well. Um, okay. So a group you become a member of, and you can become yeah. Um, also interesting as well on the groups is a lot of people don't know this, but you can set up private groups on Facebook as well. So there's a couple of groups I'm members of that kind of aren't publicly available, but then the members of it it allows them to have com- kind of it's like a private forum really, but it uses okay. your Facebook account there as okay. well. So worth noting on those fronts there as well. So is that password protected? Um, it's not password protected, but it's kind of invite only, so you wouldn't okay. know about it unless, and then people can, you know, withhold the right to allow you to join that group. Okay. Um, so when you've got a Facebook page, um, you really want to try and get a vanity URL. Um, so that's kind of facebook.com forward slash whatever you decide. So username um, or company name. Um, because then you can start to promote that on some of your offline literature which you wouldn't want to do if it was facebook.com forward slash question mark seven five eight four five you know that 
That's I know that, yes, yes. Um, so how do you do that? Well, you need to have at least 25 fans. So this is why you probably will have seen, if you operate in the world of internet marketing, a lot of your friends desperately begging you to be in the first 25 people to like their clients' pages so they can then grab the URL and then promote it externally. Yeah. Um, so you need to try and do that. And if you can't get 25 fans, um, you probably need a plan to try and get 25 if you see mm. what I mean so um, you kind of probably really do want to try and get that vanity URL as soon as you possibly can so what do you do when you've got your page set up well a very common approach which tends to work very well is to create a custom landing page so when people view your page which is which encourages them to like you mm. so they view it um, and then your ultimate goal there is to get them to like it so you can then you know kind of build a relationship off the back of that now ways people often do that is with competitions so we've done that quite a lot recently for our clients where we have a big campaign we've done I don't know if we can talk about the actual client basically it was like a 12 days of Christmas campaign where every day in the 12 days in the run up to Christmas they gave away Christmas related prizes and we were able to get you know some really successful results for them because there was a competition so they then the competition encouraged people to like the page and they mm-hmm. had to enter their email address and that was really good they then had the email addresses they could promote to but they've now also got a much bigger facebook page which they can use to kind of promote their content and do all kinds of usual amazing marketing so stuff the, off the, the back collection of, of the email was not part of the normal like process it was a separate no, process was it? no but you do need to do that for competitions yes um the, I, I don't know all of the details um but I, what i will say is facebook competition rules are they're not complicated but you need to understand them because mm. they'll pull your account they'll pull your competition if you don't follow them okay um so if you are considering doing a kind of like us and enter this chance to win what it is we do um do look into those competition rules because they're you know they're quite specific Mm -hmm. about what you need to do um now this is kind of harking back to an episode we did probably about six months ago now about edge rank Uh, but post interesting content when you've got your page so you know it's not just enough to have a page have a thousand people like you you need to be doing things on a daily weekly basis to Mm. kind of get people to interact with you Um, don't be too self-promotional which is kind of true as well and also use facebook groups as well you can't join them as a page but as a kind of individual working for a company Mm -hmm. look for the facebook groups that are out there and active and participate in them in behalf of your business. So, Andy, as an individual, there's probably groups about podcasting that you want to be involved in and vice versa. I've got a really juicy question to ask yes, you later. Okay. Oh, later. Okay. okay. Well, I'll let you carry on because you're in mid-flow. Okay. Carry on. Um, carry on, Kelvin. Yeah. And so other things to do as well, posting photos and tagging people in them is a great way to get um, attention as well. And simply asking people to share your content. So, like, we've got this great competition coming up. Would you share it with your friends? You know, kind of putting verbs in status updates has a huge impact on the likelihood of them happening so kind of saying vote on or comment on or Mm. tell us Mm. um, by putting those those types of words in you find you'll have much better engagement in your content so make it clear in every status update what you want people to do because that makes a difference Um, and now might be a good time for that question Andy if that's all everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Right, or... Okay, well, my yeah. question is... Let me just clear my throat. <coughs> Excuse me. Actually, I'll be very transparent here yeah. because it's a question about my own company. Yeah. Because, you know... What I do is I produce podcasts for yes. quite a number of clients. Yeah. Would it be a good idea, in your opinion, for me to have a Wireworld media page yep. with all the podcasts that I ever produce on it? First of all, is it technical pos- technically possible? Yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, it's a good idea. Well, the the way that the Facebook pages work um, is there's no. There used to be kind of. Um, Facebook markup language and all that type of thing. But yeah. essentially all it is now is an iframe. So if you can put it on a web page, yes. you can put it on a Facebook page. So you can embed in a Facebook page in the same way that you can embed a page into your normal sort of stream. Yeah. Okay. So what you could do is, I mean, you, what you probably want to be doing is every time there was a new episode, that becomes a status update in its own right. Yes. Um, but you could have within the Wireworld media page yep. um, a kind of tab that said podcast and in that it had internet marketing podcast and the various ones you're involved in off yeah. the back of that and each of them had a biography page about that podcast and then the 10 most recent episodes um, and yeah so that if you can do it in um, you know in a normal web page you can do it on a Facebook page Ooh. so yeah worth considering on that front there as well yeah. particularly if you then could you because could, the way I'd maybe go down that route is like you say okay well like Wire World Media to get this free exclusive podcast on how to make podcasts or you know, mm. that type of thing, which, you know, you've made exclusive that you can get anywhere else is a good way yeah. of doing that. So some of the other things to think about on Facebook and Facebook marketing is their paid adverts. Um, they can be, you know, there's over 750 million potential customers on um, on Facebook. And what you can do is if you've never seen the Facebook adverts before, you can select your audience by location, age, interest, where they work, um, all those types of things and have specific adverts to them. So like if I were a wedding photographer, which I know we've got a few listeners of, I could specify people who lived in my catchment area who were women who were between a certain age who were engaged and only show my adverts to those but not to anyone who's married Ooh. or anyone who's you know just in a relationship. Um, you can have text-based adverts or text and image-based adverts. Um, image adverts tend to work the best, but be aware that your adverts will be shown a lot. So you need to continually be mixing them up um, to just kind of avert banner blindness, as it were. So mm-hmm. um, I, I've seen some great case studies on Facebook advertising where all they do was change the photo every week and found that had a huge impact, even though the photo wasn't that different, mm. really. It was kind of, you know... Um, and the the body copy, the text that surrounded it was exactly the same. It was just the freshness that had the impact. Um, so, some particular tips about Facebook ads. Um, your click-through rate directly influences your cost per click. So the better your advert performs, the less it costs you, which is kind of very familiar with, with people who are doing pay-per-click on mm. search engines already. 
Um, the more targeted um, your group is, so you kind of go down, you could even go down to people who work for a particular company in a particular location, mm-hmm. the higher the cost per click will be. But the click-through rate should go up and the value of those people should be higher. So it may be cheaper to go after all the women in the UK, but you might be better to kind of restrict it. It might cost you more, but actually you'll probably get more for your money in the long term by, mm. by doing that as well. Um, there's some pretty specific ad guidelines, so do read those before setting up your campaign. Um, it can work quite well on your website if when you send them through, you create a specific Facebook landing page. So when they land on your site, they perhaps get a slightly different version of your site or a slightly different landing page um, to the ones they do before as well. Also, bear in mind, it's going to be different from a paid search advert. They're not necessarily at that moment in time specifically looking for your product or service. So say someone who types in, um, you know, to continue the wedding uh, photographer analysis. Uh, metaphor sorry analogy uh, analogy that's the one I was whatever for. Um, yeah so say I go into Google and type in wedding photographers in Sussex right what I want to see when I land on your page is very different from someone who is engaged who sees an advert for a wedding photographer on Facebook and comes to your website sure so probably what the um, the the searcher is looking for is kind of comparisons data you know why why they should buy from you whereas probably the Facebook person is probably more looking for kind of information mm. um, so you might want to you know have a, a portfolio that they can download. They're kind of like, you know, so maybe I'd say, and you want to test this because, you know, different things will work for different campaigns, but perhaps from a pay-per-click landing page, you want a landing page that says, here's why you should choose us and here's how you contact us. And that's mm-hmm. kind of the action. Whereas from a Facebook page, you might have a say, would you like to see some of the great photos we've taken of other um, brides and see some of their great dresses? Can we have your email address? Mm. And, you know, so ultimately you still get the same thing. You get their contact details, but you've approached them in a slightly different way as well. Okay. Um, also look at ad fatigue as well. As I said, try and rotate your images effectively. Is it just the images you think it should change rather than um, text? I think the copy as well can yeah. be good as well. Um, and you, we always be testing um, is, is what I would say. Um, but it's the what you'll find on Facebook is that okay so say someone's search, like to compare it to paperclip which i suppose is its nearest kind of analogy. it does sound very very similar it's very, it works on a similar Facebook. model yeah yeah um someone's not going to be searching a lot right they'll search once and maybe see your advert a couple of times mm. whereas on facebook you know the average per one in i think it's one in three page views on the internet is on facebook yeah so a third of all of the pages that are viewed every day on the internet is facebook um so that's a lot of times that someone could see your advert before they click. So you've got to then think about your adverts in a different way. So it's about kind of drip feeding them to encourage them to be familiar with you and then somehow getting them to make an action. Whereas mm. pay-per-click is a little bit more direct, make them click now. Whereas Facebook is a little bit more subtle. Um, but you kind of want to... There's there's a way you can do it where it's just, you know, batter them into submission so they become so familiar with you that they have to consider you which is mm. one way of doing it the other one is kind of well how can you get them to look at you lots of different times and eventually make a click and that's about kind of com- combating the ad fatigue there I think Kelvin uh, I know that with um, paper click you can kind of protect yourself by saying oh if we go over like a, like a thousand clicks a day yeah. just turn it off for the rest of the day can you do yeah. a similar thing in yeah, Facebook yeah they've got entirely those same kind of management techniques that yeah. allow you to kind of control your budget Yes. So yeah, it's it's a really interesting system. So th- what I would say is there's kind of two ways to approach Facebook. There's um, marketing and advertising. Um, don't underestimate the power of the advertising. It is 
getting more expensive, but it's cheaper than pay-per-click. So if you found you can't afford pay-per-click, you mm. might be able to afford um, Facebook advertising. So do consider that. And, um, you know, if you are doing that, really, really narrow down the demographics that you've got. Mm. It will cost you more, but it will save you money in the long run. And consider that the people on Facebook are going to want something different when they come to your website to serve them different content. So that's kind of my main top tips around the advertising. Around the marketing, pages are almost always better than groups. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you are setting up a page, consider encouraging people to like with something compelling and exclusive that they only get if they like you. Um, and additionally, once you've got them to like you, that isn't the end of the story. You need to be cons- consistently um, adding new content um, and interacting with them based on kind of the edge rank principles which we've talked about in a previous episode so if you're at all interested in that look back through the archive for our episode about facebook's edge rank algorithm just a quick question calvin um this this concept of allowing only people who have liked you to get some sort of resource is that easy to do on facebook dead simple dead simple so um i will try and include in the show notes um how you go about doing that but if you kind of um Basically, what happens is you the way that it works is um, within Facebook, you show one version of the page that's available to people who haven't liked you and one version of the page that's available to people who have liked you. Okay. And therefore, you just include the link on one and not ah, on the okay. other. So that's it's a- kind of a yeah, very common um, way of doing things. So, yeah, there's, you know, it's a really dead simple Google one to do there. And actually, probably it'd be easier to look at a like a web page or a video of that rather than a, an audio explanation. Well, Kelvin, as always, thank you very, very much for that. And that wraps it for today. Yeah, I hope people find that useful and gives them that little nudge to get involved in Facebook marketing for their business if they haven't done already. So that's the end of episode 154 of Internet Marketing, brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. And I'll see you all next time. Thanks for listening. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on the internet at www.internetmarketingpodcast.org where you'll find show notes, links and instructions on how to subscribe. We would absolutely love to get feedback, comments and questions from you. If you want to send an email, send it to kelvin.newman at sitevisibility.com. Also, feel free to comment on the website. And if you'd like to use our voice line number, if you're outside of the UK, it's plus four four one two seven three. 256 or 150 if you're inside the UK it's 01273 256 150 and you can leave a voice comment or question and we'll play it on the show also we would absolutely be delighted if you would give us a, a rating on iTunes itself well that's it for now Andy White signing off until next week on internet marketing Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.